You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great. But together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Damon Martin, MMA Fighting, and today my interview is with Leon Edwards. Obviously, he had a very tumultuous 2020. After multiple fight cancellations, he got COVID-19, and then he was scheduled for a couple of different fights against Hamzat Jumaya. Both of those fell apart as well. Now he is taking on Bilal Muhammad in the main event at UFC Vegas 21. So we're going to talk to Leon about that fight, what fights didn't come together for this card, and his aspirations for a title shot later this year. Leon, man, how is uh, how is everything? I know it's been kind of a, a crazy wild ride to finally get here to where you are actually about to fight again. Uh, I don't know, excitement, uh, relief? How are you feeling? <laughs> um, I think it's both, really. I think it's excitement, um, relief to finally be here in Vegas and finally got a fight ahead. So um, I'm, I'm excited and looking forward to going back out there and showing the fans what, what I'm about again. I, I, can, I cannot wait. Yeah. What kind of give me like this roller coaster? Because we talked, you know, obviously when the fight with Chimaev was made, I think the second time, <laughs> I can't remember at this point, but we talked when the fight was made. You were obviously getting ready for that. It kept getting delayed. And then when he fell out of this fight again, we're kind of playing the waiting game. Kind of give me an idea like what this, what this last, like just this last month has been like for you. Um, it's been a frust- frustrating time, like you said. Um, to have the fight taken away from him three times now. Um, this this March was the third time he got re- rescheduled. So it was a frustrating up and down month. But I am happy that Bilal Muhammad stepped up and um, gave me an opportunity to, to to still compete, to still fight on the same date, um, not being pushed back again. You know what I mean? So um, it's been a frustrating time. But like I said, I'm happy. I'm finally relieved to be in Vegas and be able to compete next week. Yeah, absolutely. Now I don't want to. I don't want to spin on a, on a negative subject here, Leon. But I got to ask because after Kamzat fell out of the fight, you know, obviously right away we heard you know maybe it was going to be Colby Covington because we heard that you know it looks like it's going to be Masvidal and Usman, or at least that's what it seemed like. And and Colby was kind of the odd man out. Of, well, all right, perfect. You fight. You fight Colby. That's a big fight. Guaranteed yeah. number one contenders fight. And then yeah. it doesn't happen. So I don't know. You tell me, like, what was your like? What were your thoughts when you heard the like? I get you know. I'm sure you saw his comments. Like he, he just didn't want to fight. Yeah. Um. I, I can't expect it. it. This man been running since 
since forever. You know, every time my name gets mentioned, he he runs and makes excuses. So I, I I expect nothing more um from a coward. You know, what I mean, I I expect this is the way he would approach it. Um, the UFC wanted wanted the fight. They went to him, came to me. They said, "Oh, would you fight Kobe?" I said, "Yes." Um, they went to him, and he just says no. So I, I suspect that that that's what what he's going to do. And well, you you cannot force a man to fight. You know, what I mean, obviously it would have been great to have him in there, put him in there to to to, to smash his head in. But um, now here we are with Bilal Muhammad. Yeah, yeah, and I know. I mean, listen, Kobe did that before with the whole situation when he was supposed to fight for the title. It didn't happen. He ended up getting passed over, and that's how Kamar Usman ended up getting the title shot, do you feel like your willingness, yeah. you know, to fight a guy, you know, because again, I mean, again, I don't mean, this is obvious, I mean, we know this based on the rankings, you don't get as much beating of Bilal Muhammad as you would, you know, another guy, but you still took the fight, like that willingness, you got to imagine that pays off in the long run, right? Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm showing that I am willing to fight anybody. Um, Hamza, for for example, he, there was no reason for me to fight him, you know what I mean? He's a, he's a new guy in the UFC, up and coming. I didn't need to fight, but I stepped up. I stepped up, and I, and I, and I was willing to fight him. Um, now Bilal Muhammad, um, I didn't need to fight him either. I could have waited out and wait for one of his top guys, but I'm not in the waiting game. I, I'm a young man, and I, I need to be active. And um, so yeah, I, I'm, I think all this showing the UFC that I am willing to compete. I am willing to fight any of these guys, and it doesn't matter who's first or who's next. If I believe I am number one, then who who gives a shit shit who's next? You know what I mean? So. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it, really. I'm just showing the UFC that I'm, I'm willing to go and hopefully put me in, put me in the good books and get get me to where I want to get to. Yeah. Before I get to Bilal Muhammad, let me ask you. Of course, you had the matchup with Hamza match several times. Unfortunately, you know, obviously, I know we texted about you know when you got COVID, it was unfortunate. Of course, then he got COVID. Now, I'm sure you've seen the situation where you know he even mentioned you know, the possibility of retirement. I don't know yeah. if that's going to happen, but he got hit with it pretty hard. He's still dealing with it. I know he's out there in Vegas right now. I know there was never any, you know, personal grudge with Kamzad, but as the guy no. who went through COVID yourself, like, what are your thoughts on what he's going through right now? Um, Obviously, I think number one is his health, right? He's making sure he can recover and um, hopefully get to compete again. He's a young man, so to, when I seen that post about him retiring, Obviously, I thought uh, I felt uh, I thought that, 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 that's fucked up. You know what I mean? Um, uh, he, obviously, he's not in my 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 rear view my right now to to compete against. Um, number one is it, it, his health and him him recovering and hopefully um getting back to his family well and um doing well really. So that that's my thoughts really. Just m- making sure he's in a good place and he's recovering. Yeah, yeah. I know you went through it yourself. I mean, obviously, it's a you know it can it can take a toll on yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. I went for it um, November, December, and uh, same thing. I lost a lot of weight. Um, my 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 lungs was 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 um messed up, and but I'm happy to be back now in full health, and um happy to be able to compete again. Um, back up to normal weight, back to normal strength, and now uh, it, it was a weird thing. I've never felt it before. You know what I mean? So, um, I can't understand what I was going through from that. Was bad from from what I'm hearing from him, but um. I, I had I had it really bad and that I, I couldn't compete. You know what I mean? So uh, I feel for the man and I wish him well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And again, maybe you'll revisit that fight down the road. I know that fight on in terms of like you know rankings and where you've been in your career it never really made sense. Again, you know, of course, no. you know, the guy was a hyped up guy and you know all you know all credit for him getting there. But at this point, it feels like you know now you kind of move beyond that, right? Yeah, for sure. It is no way in my plans for the future at the moment. Um, obviously, I think if you. Um, when, when does get healthy number one then he should work his way up um, I think they put him in number 15 now or 14 so 
let him fight one, one, one of them guys in 15 and work his way up because his first three wins is no one ranked in the, in the top fair in the UFC you know what I mean so it's um, at the moment is is nowhere in my vision for, for a future fight um, like I said I didn't need to fight him I did it out of, out of willingness and to, to show the, co- the company that I was, I was willing to compete um, and that's it really just wishing well and I'm looking for looking ahead and looking towards the tile shot yeah so now let me ask you about Bilal Muhammad because of course he had a you know a, a solid win this last fight over Diego Lima he's ranked in the top 15 uh, he accepts the fight on short notice. Now, again, this is, you know, higher higher reward, lower risk for him because he's getting a chance to fight the number three guy in the world. Uh, you know, if he loses, people are going to say, well, he just, you know, he, he, you know, he, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't the, the, the best guy in the world, and that's okay. Uh, and, and so he's taking, there's always a risk. I mean, you get knocked out, there's, <laughs> there's always going to be a risk. I don't care, you know, what you're doing. But do you have respect for a guy like Bilal that did, you know, did willing to step up when maybe a guy like Colby wouldn't? Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Um, like you said, this is a sport up that this is what I build a sport, right? Fighters fight, and now it's like a social media game. Um, it's about who who says what on social media, and it's all just talks now. You know what I mean? For for for, for the fight game, There's, no one wants to fight no more. Everyone is ducking in the, like the one and one and two is ducking each other, um, three and four is ducking each other. It's like a a weird space now to be in the fight game. You know what I mean? So you have to re- put respect on a man's name like Bilal to. Um, have stepping up um, in competition um, to to face a man like me, you know what I mean. So I, I respect it, but make no mistakes. When it's time to fight, I'm going there to, to take his head off, and, um, and and that's just it. Yeah. Have you been impressed by what you've seen out of Bilal? I mean, he is obviously he didn't get to the top 15 by mistake. Unlike you know, some other guys, he did earn it. He's fought a lot of good guys. You know, he's beaten some decent guys out there. Uh, obviously, I think he had a really strong showing in his last fight with Diego. But but I want to get your thoughts. What did you think, or what have you thought of Bilal? Um, I mean, he's all right. He's a um a good durable durable opponent. Um, he pushes the pace to the fight, and he, he he's a, he's an all right opponent. Every time he stepped up, though, from what from what I've seen of his career, he's always failed. You know what I mean? He's a good mid-tier fighter, I would say, um, for the UFC. And um, I think this is a totally different level to what he's used to and what, what he's been against. And um, that's it, really. Um, he's a good, durable, tough opponent. But this is levels above him, and I cannot wait to go out there and show him. As DC always says, there's levels to this game. Is that right? 100% there's levels to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> now you, you know, as a, I mean, listen, I know we've talked about this. I'm not, I'm not going to go back in time, but you know, you talked about how ready you were to go out there and kind of make a statement with the Tyron Woodley fight. Unfortunately, it didn't happen and all the delays and everything happened with COVID and all that kind of stuff. I know Bilal's not the guy, you know, obviously it's not Colby or maybe Masvidal, the guys at the higher end of the division that would have, you know, again, kind of cemented your place there. But do you feel like you still get a chance main event, Obviously, coming back, you still get a chance to make a pretty big statement against a guy like Bilal Muhammad, right? Like, this is still kind of like a way yeah, to make a 100%. statement. Yeah, 100%. That's the first guy like Bilal Muhammad and to go out there and make a statement. Like you said, if I go out there and fucking lose to this kid, then all, all these title fights and all these big fights goes away, right? So I have to go out there and make a statement and just show that there's levels to this, like you said, and um, I, 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 I deserve in, in the top tier of the promotion and and that's just it, really. Just taking him fully serious and focus 100% on Bilal Muhammad. Because if a guy didn't lose, then all them fucking tile fights and no more contender fights um, goes away. So that's my main priority is to focus fully on him and we go from there after that. Yeah. Now, again, I'm not looking past Bilal, but considering where you're at in the division and, and we kind of know where things are at in terms of the welterweight title, in your mind, Leon, do you believe a win here should cement you as the number one contender in the division? 
Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Um, after this fight, there'll be nine fights in a row. That's the third most in welterweight history of the promotion. You know what I mean? So, uh, I truly believe so. Everyone else had had their go, had 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 their chance to fight for the title, um, and it all came up short. Um, Colby got stopped. Um, Burns got stopped. Master Lock got grinded out. So I feel like I've worked my way back up. I've, I've earned this spot, and I truly believe I deserve the next shot at the title. Yeah. I know it's not a done deal, and it sounds like maybe negotiations have kind of stalled a little bit if you've seen what's going on, you know, between interviews and, and manager statements, things like that. But what what did you make of the whole, you know, Usman and, and Masvidal possibly, you know, jumping into a rematch after they just fought last July? Yeah, I seen it. Um, I, I, I just thought I was frustrated, right? Because, I, like I said, I, I truly believe, believe I, I deserve um, the shot of the title and to have him call out Masvidal. I was like, oh, fuck's sake. But looking looking at from his, from his point of view, it's like um easy work for a high payday, right? So for him, for him, it's it's it's, it's a good um um strategy to, for a fight, but for whoever know that I deserve title shot. I think everyone knows that and hopefully after this fight I can prove my case and we we can get a fight done. Yeah. What, I mentioned it before, you know, when negotiations stall or negotiations kind of fall out, one guy may be asking for too much money, whatever the case may be, we've seen this time and time again. I mean, Masvidal was in talk to fight Usman, couldn't get a deal done. They went to Gilbert Burns. Uh, obviously, yeah. I know you want to get paid as well, so I know you're not going to go out there yeah, and fight for, for sure. peanuts, but, but if you go for out sure. there and you, know, you, you dispatch Bilal Muhammad, do you feel like, you know, that may put you in a position where you can kind of, you know, whatever talks are going on, you can kind of shut them up and jump in there and get your title shot? Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. If I got when I got there, I look good and put Bilal away, um, and and call out on um, Kamari Usman. Like you said, uh, I'm in a perfect position to jump jump the line and and give me what I deserve, what what, what I've been deserving. You know, it's ain't like it ain't like I've only been like one or two wins. I've been this is my ninth win in a row. You know what I mean? Um, so I truly believe I deserve it, and hopefully after this fight, we go to go to the UFC, um, have a meeting and see see what's on the table. Yeah. Now let me correct you there, Leon. You're not jumping the line because you're absolutely in line. You deserve the shot. You don't. You're not jumping anybody's line. I got to be honest with you. Exactly. Exactly. I try, I work for it and I deserve it. And I, I've, I've fought him before, Usman. I've lost to him five six years ago. I've re rebuilt myself. Um, worked for it and I, I I did it the hard way. You know, like no one gave me shit shit in this game and rushed me to nothing. And like I had to grind it out. And this is what I, I enjoy doing. So after this fight. Um, I truly believe I deserve the next title shot. Yeah, and I know there's, I, we've said this many mm -hmm. times, I don't need to restate it, but it's true. I know there's nothing personal with you and Kamaru. Usman has actually said nothing but great things about you, uh, and obviously he keeps mentioning your name as the guy he would fight again, so I imagine that makes you feel good knowing you know, he's willing. It's it's obvious, I know he mentioned Masvidal, but I don't think Usman would ever turn down a fight against you. Nah, nah, for, nah. That's for, uh, like you said, he's, after he spoke with me, he's always put me in, in, in good lights, right? He's never really... Um, said, oh, no, the guy doesn't deserve it or something like that. You know what I mean? He's always saying, oh, yeah, he's he's there. You know what I mean? So um, I, I, I want to say he's running from me like other guys. Other guys, clearly, they're making excuses not to fight me, you know? And um, like I said, after this fight, we go from there and see what's next. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So March 13th, you get back in there. You know, this has been a year and a half of frustration. Uh, do you just have to take it all out on Bilal Muhammad? Is that kind of the unfortunate circumstance for him? Yeah, that's that's what it is. I'm going in there to, to put all the frustration, all the the, the the year and a half layoff, all all on his head. You know what I mean? And I'm coming forward and going there to put him away. So I'm looking forward to it, and I cannot wait. 
Absolutely. Well, Leon, it, I know, I know we, we've done so many interviews over the last year and a half. And I'm just excited that like, now we actually get to talk about a fight, right? It's like days away. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I cannot wait, man. I'm looking forward to it. And like I said, grateful for Bilal stepping up, making me um, compete and not pushing me back. And I'm going in, I'm going in there to put on a masterclass and put on a show and it's going to be, it's going to be an entertaining fight. Absolutely. Well, Leon, thank you as always for the time. Obviously, best of luck coming up in the fight. I'm sure we will catch up afterwards. And man, I cannot wait to see you back in action next weekend. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. All right. Talk to you soon, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. The Current Podcast is back with an exciting new season featuring marketing executives from the world's most influential brands. Tune in to hear what's driving conversation in the fast-moving world of digital advertising with unique insights from brands as diverse as Hilton, Instacart, Moderna, Major League Soccer, and more. And in this presidential election season, The Current explores what a national political advertiser like the National Republican Senatorial Committee and a major CPG brand like Hershey can learn from each other. Listen in and subscribe to The Current at thecurrent.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's the truth about AI. AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people.